In conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level, introduce to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastigo Colopring. God bless you as you listen. I am
Somebody still appreciating the Lord. I give you some time. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. It will surprise you what the Lord has done. If you can't pause to remember what God has done for you, you will lose it. Appreciate Him. That is the only way to keep you and keep whatever you have given to you. That's the only way to renew the help of God. It is the foolish. That will not pause and say thank you. It is your wise that will tell us continue running without saying no. You are our source. It is the ones that don't know anything. They felt by your strength they can get it. We are not the foolish. We are the wise. Lord, we choose to return to you. We count too faithful. We can see your mercies. It's not because of our smartness. It's not because of what we did or what we did not do. We are not sufficient of ourselves. Don't think of anything of ourselves. Our sufficiency is of the Lord that made the heavens and the earth. Blessed be your name forever. Father, we thank you. Words will not be enough to express, O oh Lord, our gratitude. We are here to say thank you to you. You have helped us so marvelously. You have taught us well, Lord. Unto you every knee shall bow. Every tongue must confess that you are God forever. We bow before you. For the help we have received in the month of October. For keeping us strong and alive. We are not rushed to the hospital. Our kidneys did not pack. Our livers are functional. We thank you, our heart is still beating. Because you are still breathing us, we have returned with a heart of appreciation. We have come to say thank you to this God who has kept us strong and alive. The battles we couldn't see, you fought for us, you gave us victory. You opened heavens over us, O Lord. You watched over us, you gave us food. You sustained our families. We say thank you. For this work, O oh Lord, you have never allowed it to be closed. You still gather men and bless them. Your work kept coming to us in this house to show that you have been with us, that you are mindful of us. You gave us food. You gave us rain at the season. You gave us sun at the season. Lord, our plants, you caused them to grow. Our children, we did not see them perishing. We have returned like the leper to say thank you. For you to make us whole again. Our husbands, our wives, they travel. You preserve all of us. Our businesses, our academics, our careers, our children outside this country. You preserve them. They are doing exploit. You didn't allow us to be tempted beyond that which we could bear. Lord, we say thank you. You didn't allow our legs to slip out of you. We appreciate you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' most precious name, we have given thanks. Praise God.
Are we saying amen? Now, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. If you don't know how to thank God, I am telling you the truth, you are in trouble. You don't know how to give God quality thanks. I mean creating time to appreciate the Lord. It's not just to do any other thing. But to say, Lord, you are faithful, you are awesome, you have done well. You count all your blessings. That is not by your strength. That is not by your might. It is the Lord that made it to happen. That shows that you are humble. It shows you are not proud. You are not telling God it's me that is making it work. He said, it's not of he that will let of he that run it. It's only God that showeth mercy. Our sufficiency is not of ourselves. Our sufficiency is of the Lord. So no one can be sufficient of himself. That is why the attitude of thanksgiving is compulsory for anyone who knows God and who is humble in his heart. So it's dangerous for one not to be humble. So the attitude of praise and worship to God and thanksgiving to show how humble you are. Before you jump into the days of this month, at the end of the month, somebody will come back and say, something is not working. How will it work? It will not work. It doesn't work like that. It works when you know your source and acknowledge your source and tend your source. He will help you again. And imagine your children. You see, whenever you give them something, that one will walk away. The next day you give him again, he will walk away. You see, you are the parent, but you call the person, come back. You can't even say thank you. Say take, he will walk away. Again, take, you walk away. The next day, Oga, come here. Don't you know how to say thank you? So most of all think that God is God, he don't care. No, when God gives you life, when God keeps you, you see troubles everywhere in this country, and God has been keeping us. They brought it to our state. It has been a peaceful place, but God kept us. In the midst of all these things, you have every reason to appreciate God. It was tough last month, last two months it was tough, but God kept this country. If this country had got into that trouble, my friend, you won't be here. I won't be here. None of us will be here. None of us will be here. We will not be here at all at all. Nobody will even see each other. Maybe by now they would have destroyed all the mass. MTN mass, everything, they would have destroyed everything. There will be no communication by now. You can't call anybody. Nobody will call you. We all will be in the dark. So we have every reason to appreciate God. Many people we are trapped. Their money in the bank, but they can't take their money. No matter who you know in the bank, if you call them, they will tell you there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. Everybody was trapped. And I could imagine what it would look like if there's war. You will see that the labor of many years would just clear under one week. Under one week, the labor of many years will clear. You won't even remember it again. All the people that have their wealth, the bank and them, they will finish the whole thing. So, we have reasons to appreciate God. I've been thanking God, rejoicing and celebrating, saying, Lord, only you can do this. We all started praying intensively, said, Lord, please, don't let this happen. Don't let this wicked devil tear this nation apart. Where do we run to with these children? Where do we run to with these children? That's when you see mothers who leave their children and be running. You know? So we don't want to experience such a thing and it's the Lord that is still keeping this nation. 
I tell you the truth, if not for God, this nation would have finished. This nation would have finished. But the mercy of God has been keeping this nation. So you, we have no reason not to appreciate God. We have no reason at all. Look at your own family. Think about how God has been keeping you. Think about your own individual life. How God has been sustaining you. If you go to hospital. You know, at times we don't know how to appreciate God. Appreciating God begins when you go out there and get some information. It helps you to appreciate God well. Go to the hospital and visit people. You hear some stories that you can't even fathom. How did this one start? Before you know, they say somebody cancer. From where is the cancer from? The person's head will start growing big. It will just start growing big. Before you know, the eye, everything is pulling out. The little chain they have in the house, they will use it. Finish. And they will see be there. There's no hope. Some people in the hospital, they are waiting for the day they will die. In fact, there are people that just say, let it not just be that we abandon him. Let's be there. When he dies, we'll bury him. There are people that are praying, let him die. Better that he died. Because this life is not life again. And here we are. They didn't do anything. If you go there, they did not do anything. Not that they committed one terrible crime. Or sin. It's not true. But the mercy of God has kept us. Let's not take the mercy of God for a ride. Can somebody say amen? Now today, as God began to speak to us, please, I beg you, we cannot miss the blessing of the Lord this month. This help he wants to give to us, we can't miss it. Many of us foolishly miss the help he gave to them last month. Many of us also couldn't know that actually this is a hindrance to the help that God is bringing my way. If you are working well with the Lord, once you are about making a mistake, he will call you back and say, hey, you are about making a mistake. Come back. If you are actually working well with the Lord, he's always near them to see that they will not miss the blessing that he has for them. So today again, God began to speak to us on hindrances to God's help. Hindrances to the help of God. The things that can hinder the help of God. Things that can hinder the help of God. So we look at this one hindrance that is strong. It's all over. It's all over. But when we are not sensitive in the spirit to know, the enemy has come to hinder the help that God wants to bring our way will follow the enemy and close our ears to the word of God. Follow the enemy and close our ears to God's word. Are we saying amen? amen. Leviticus 24 verses 20. We'll see also Deuteronomy chapter 19 verse 21. It's a bridge for bridge, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, as he had caused a blemish in a man, so shall it be done to him again. Deuteronomy 19 verse 21. And thine eye shall not pity, but life shall go for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, and foot for foot. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 13 verses 4. Romans 13 Verses 4. Are you there? 
For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Upon him that doeth evil. Hallelujah. Now we start our study here, just very quick. If you look at that Leviticus, you look at Deuteronomy, this is the book of the law. The book of the law stated very clear, if you do me, I'll do what? I'll go do you back. Simple. So the book of the law stated it. Now, you look at the romance we read, it showed us the system of the world. Are you understanding? The world system. The world system also adapted that law. That law. So, if you kill somebody here, they say you've committed murder. And what are they going to do to you, please? Of course, you should die. So, the Old Testament showed us the law that when you have done evil, that definitely evil should be repaid you of. Whenever a man do evil, evil should be repaid him of. Whenever a man mistreated others, he should also be what? Be mistreated. Also, in this life today, the world also followed that system. The same system. If they caught you, stole something that belonged to others, what would they do? The police will arrest you. They put you in cell, take you to court, judge you. What will happen to you? According to the law, you will suffer. That is it. But look at Jesus Christ who began to speak to us. Who came teaching us grace and truth. Who wasn't talking about the law. Yet the law was fulfilled in him. The law was fulfilled in him. That was why they crucified him on the cross. Because they saw him as a mess. They saw Christ as mess. According to the scriptures, the Bible said, anyone who has become so stubborn, that is not what we are teaching today. Because Jesus' crucifixion is not just as a result of the one to crucify him. They did not crucify Christ without the law. It was based on the law that they could crucify him. Did you understand what I'm saying? It was based on the law. What is written? On that basis, Jesus was hanged on the cross. They hung him on the cross. They saw him as a rebellious child, as a stubborn child, as a disobedient child who cannot change. Who has refused to change? And according to the law, that such child, there's no other way they have to stone him to death or they hang him on the cross. They hang him on the cross. So based on that law, they said Jesus needs to be hanged. So they have to hand him over to the elders. And they carried him and hung him on the cross. They said, this one is rebellious. He don't want to change. Now, we discover that in this life also, the laws there, when they see somebody, if you go to the prison, if you see how they put handcuffs on people, go to the court, the day they'll be marching them to the court, and they're coming down from the black barrier. You see how they will change. 
Some of them. So anyone that they see chain on his leg and his hand, his own case is what? High. Then the one you see only chain on his hand, his own case is not too high. And they will keep parading them according to what? The law. The law. They are parading them there according to the law. Even if lawyer is defending them, he had to defend them according to the what? The law. Do you understand what I'm saying now? I'm trying to show us what Christ has done for us. But Jesus Christ, when he came, he preached us grace and what? Truth. He didn't only preach us truth. If Jesus had preached only truth, we are already finished. The Bible said, why we are yet what? Sinners. Christ did what? And what did Jesus say? Every sinner. What is the judgment? What is the judgment of a sinner? For the soul that sinners shall do what? Shall die. But Jesus knew that if he came for only truth, definitely these people will die. So he now said, I didn't come only to preach them truth. I came also to preach them what? Grace. For anyone who accepted his fault, the grace of God will cover up for him. I will not count his sins again. I will not bring judgment that's supposed to come upon him. I will show him mercy. I will help him and bring him out of all the troubles. I will bring him out of the judgment. I'll bring him out of the death that he's supposed to die. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? And now Jesus said to us, as many of us who actually have accepted this truth from the depth of your heart, you ought to do the same even to others. When Christ showed us that mercy at that level, he didn't show us that mercy for we not to show us the same mercy. He wants us to show others the same mercy, not to carry only truth and judge the people and condemn them and send them to hell. Not to judge them, condemn them, send them to what? To hell. And close their chapter and say it's over. Jesus said, no. I have shown you mercy. I want you to also show people mercy, even the way I have shown you mercy. Are you understanding what I'm saying here? Please, are you understanding what I'm saying now? Now, look at that. This issue we are discussing today, at times you discover it is not easy. When you have seen so many people offending you, when you have seen so many things that you know, this one is like this, and you've seen people turning it the other way around. And God said, at that point is where I want you to see. The hindrance of the devil for you to receive the help of God. The enemy comes to make you stand strong and say, No, this is the truth. It became so tough that people offended you so much that many days you remember it. You say, Ah, this person, I will not forgive. And you know, it became a topic. It happened many years ago or many months, but whenever you remember it, it became a discussion immediately. And you start complaining. And you start remembering how it happened. 
In fact, you can't forget A that has to do with that. You remember everything. Even when that person was doing ah, you say, even he did ah. Now, listen to me. As I was praying, God said to me, do you know, if they frustrate that grace that saved them, how would they be helped? How would they be helped? He said, don't you know that the enemy has to arrange it in order for you not to forgive? He will make it so much that your heart will always be paining you whenever you remember the person. In fact, if you hear the name, you say, my person. <laughs> you can never say any good thing about a person. I don't know whether somebody is understanding what I'm saying here. Is somebody in this meeting with me? And God said to me, listen, and listen well. Tell your people, if they want to see my help, they must not behave like the world. It is a major hindrance to the help of God. The key hindrance to the help of God is unforgiveness. When we claim we are forgiven, we can't forget it. We can't forget it. Because in our diary, we have written it, the date, how it happened, how everything happened. We wrote it down, keep it there, waiting for another one to happen. Hallelujah. Is somebody in this meeting with me? It's a matter. And now listen to me. Write it down. Offenses must be coming. So far as you are in this world, offenses will be coming. You must be offended. The reason for that offense is that it wants to stop the flow. Want to stop the flow. You want to stop the flow. You might think it's the person you are doing, but actually you are not doing the person alone. Even if you are to do anything for the person, it's just for a time. But for yourself, there will be a blockage. A blockage. Do you understand what I'm saying? There will be what? A blockage. There won't be a free flow. Have you ever seen the plumbers after they finished building house and they now finished testing it, the whole thing was flowing. And at a time, maybe after four months or five months, some things went and blocked the flow. So what do they normally do? You discover if you flush the toilet, what happens? It doesn't flow again, true of us. So ordinarily, the water, what is it to the toilet, is a blessing. It wants to clear the whole thing so that everywhere will be flowing well. But once there's blockage, no matter the water you put, it will return back to you. It will bounce back. Until you have to go and get plumbers to break it. And the process is always terrible. They have to break so many in order to get where the blockage is. Until they break to that place and now open it. In fact, it's an eyesore. When you see it, what they pass through. It's an eyesore. And God began to say to me the same way it is. When we allow or retain unforgiveness in our heart, you know that is a cancer. Somebody might be looking at you and be smiling. But in his heart, there's something that is there. There's something there. There's something there. He's smiling. You know? He's smiling. He's smiling. In the diary, something is still there. Recorded. And God said to us, 
how can we expect a flow? When God pours his blessing, there is a flow. It flows. It goes round all of the people of God. When it comes to some people, it will bounce back. And they will come again and say, let's pray in the name of Jesus. 21 days fasting. It's not fasting. It's not fasting. That's why I keep begging you people, learn to hear God. Learn to hear God. And learn to allow God's word to get into your heart. I learn to hear God. God speaks to me when I'm praying. So that I go straight to the point. And not stay too long in prayer. If you let your ego. If you let your pride. Keep you. The place God don't want you to stay. If you let your pride. Not allow God flush out. All this unforgiveness. Complaints. Bitterness in the heart. All these gossips and rest of them against what they did to you for many, many years. If you won't let it go and return back to the people and love them again with all your heart, there will be no flow. There will be no flow. Tell any pastor that say you pray for you is a lie. It won't work. No matter who it is, who had offended you, you must learn to let go. You must learn to let go. Make sure that in your heart, you are not keeping the person in your heart. Make sure that you can still do whatever you have done for that particular person. You can still do it. If the person comes back to you tomorrow and say, Ah, I'm in this need. Make sure you will not chase the person. Say, Get away, nonsense. Now your own pride will come up and you say, Hey, I told you I'm waiting for you to come. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. So God said to me, hear this, hear this, hear this. Hear this. For the person, he might think you are foolish. For the world, they will think this person is stupid. They will think he's stupid. Whom offended you, but still you are the one saying, come, let there be peace. But God said, no, you are not stupid. You are the one that is the most wise. Because you want it to be flowing consistently. You don't want a blockage. You don't want a blockage. We must not be revengeful. Stop revenging. Stop. Let go. If you don't have the grace to forgive, go back to God. Cry for the grace. Forgive. Cry for the grace and forgive. Cry for the grace and forgive. And let go. I let go. I let go. No matter what it is. Lord grace. I let go. No matter what has happened. No matter what they have done to me. So you must learn to let go. Stop revenging. Stop fighting for God. If people offend you, God recorded it. Allow God. Who is the one that will revenge to revenge by himself? Stop fighting. We may avoid evil and resist it as far as necessary for our own security. We must not render evil for evil. We must not bear a grudge nor avenge ourselves of those that have treated us unkindly. We must go beyond them to forgive them. We must go beyond them to forgive them. Even while you express your displeasure for what they did against you, but still go ahead to forgive them. God wants you to go ahead of them forgive them. Even when they don't know that you are forgiving them. You are not recording it in your heart. 
you get it out of your heart immediately. Don't allow it to stay. The enemy will do everything to keep it there. Why? He wants to block the flow of the help. He knows that if you retain it, forget about it. The blessing comes and return back. It comes and bounce back. It comes and bounce back. Because there's no flow. There's no flow. So we must go beyond them to forgive. Proverbs 20 verses 22. You must forgive today. Check who has offended you. Your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, your uncle. No matter who the person is. Wherever the person is. Forgive the person. Let go in your heart. Free your heart immediately. And allow the flow of God. Many people will come to me and say, we can't hear God. We have been praying. Oga, check yourself very well. And check very, very well whether there's a blockage. Have you forgiven everybody? Have you forgotten everything they have done to you? Are you flowing with your life? It's flowing with your life. Forgive everybody. Forget what they have No matter the gravity. God is not asking you what they did. Forget about it. No matter the gravity. Quickly recover yourself. You might be very angry. It might be paining you so much. But if you can hear God, what he will tell you is forgive. Forgive. Forget. Forgive. Forget. That's what God will say. Forgive. No matter the gravity. That's the one that I just came out from. It was paining my head, my heart, my nose everywhere. In fact, I've started saying, this man, you walk with your head. In fact, I've started saying, God, if you leave this man, go free. <laughs> and God started speaking to me. He said, no. No. You can't talk like that. You can't talk like that. You can't talk like that. When you allow this bitterness that is gathering, if it block the flow, you will not hear anything. You will see the blessing again. Ah, I was broken. I was on my knees crying. I said, Lord, but see what he did. He said, that is what they did to me. Is it not in the world you are? Don't you understand? You are in the world. Expect such a thing to happen to you. Let go. No matter the pain. No matter the gravity. He said, can't you see grace has covered up for you? I say yes. He opened my eyes and see grace has covered up for you. I am the one that made that grace available. And that's why you should forgive. Forgive them. Forgive. No matter what, forgive. Let go. Forgive. Are we saying amen? Proverbs 20 verses 22. Say not thou, I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord, and he shall save thee. Stop saying I will do. I will do. I will do back. I will do back. I will do back. You are returning back to the law. You are trying to act like the people of the world. You are out of grace. And God said, when you keep going that direction, there is a blockage. The flow of the help of God. God will help you this month. Amen. I say, God will help you this month. Amen. You will forgive people. You will let them go. The more you let them go, they will think you are a fool. But watch. God who saves will turn everything around. He will turn it around. Can somebody understand what they are saying here? Proverbs 24, 29. Say not, I will do so to him as he had done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. 
Say not. Say not. Say not. We have said so many things. We have said we'll return back to him. We'll do back. But if you can hear him, he's saying to you, say no, stop saying it. Stop. Stop. Don't say again. Don't speak again. You are blocking the flow of the help of God. You are blocking the flow of the help of God. Anytime they talk about somebody, your heart pain you. Hey, you have not forgiven the person. Even if you claim you are forgiven, you have not forgotten that. That means you have not forgiven. You have not forgotten that. If you cannot return back to the person the way you used to behave with the person again, then something is wrong. Maybe you now as an elder, you stand on your own as you stand. Of course it's not the elders that should go to the little one. As you are forgiven the little one, if the little one comes to you, how do you behave? God will be watching you to see what you do. And the little one is coming and they will see how you behave. And God will say, see, you see, see. So some of us will pretend as if we didn't see the person coming. As soon as he's coming, you just turn and start, eh? They are going to. You just walk away. And you know it's you is coming to greet. You know it's you. You know very well. They will tell you he comes to the house. You ask them, oh, they are He came to the house. He said, oh, they are And heaven will be watching you. And he said, no, I forgive you. No. <laughs> heaven will say, no. You've not forgiven anybody. You have not forgiven anybody. There are barriers this life has set for us. We have said we can't even go and visit our brothers again. Lie-lie is not in this world again until Jesus comes. You know, when this thing happens, you wouldn't know where you say, Muno nya one to God, to God, I have one And heaven will be looking at you and be laughing. And tomorrow you need a God help us, help us, help us. He say, I am helping you, but the help is coming back. If I help you, there's a blockage, it comes back. For many of us, we pick offense because somebody says something to us two years back. And we have never forgiven. He says, we can never forgive you. That blocks the flow of God's help. And the person will be busy going to prayer. 21 days. The flow of the blessing. When God flows it, it bounces back. When God flows help, it bounces back. I won't hold anything. What am I holding something against you? If you do something that's wrong, we'll talk to you. But if we finish, we'll forgive and forget and carry on. Is somebody ready to forgive you? Is somebody ready to forget? Retaliation must be replaced with Christ's love for peace and that of the brethren. He said that is the way to show the world that we are the disciples of Christ. So retaliation must be replaced with the love of Christ. Retaliation must be replaced. Somebody might stay here and say, Pastor, say something. Stop coming to fellowship. Oh, you are not doing pastor. You are doing yourself. If pastor understands and be doing what he's doing, he'll be blessed. It is you that will not be blessed. It is you that will not be blessed. So you don't need to start looking for things that will block the blessing of God and the flow of God's blessing. The flow of God's blessing. 
you must understand this and understand it well. Proverbs 25 verse 21 and 22. If your enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. Verse 22. For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. And the Lord shall reward thee. And the Lord shall reward thee. Many of us think that that thing they teach us in the church is the way that you used to kill people. They say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start praying for your enemy. Kill them. In the name of Jesus. Kill them. In the name of Jesus. God said, no. It doesn't work like that. I end this with this testimony. This scripture I read now worked for me when I was playing for Night Vasco da Gama. In Night Vasco da Gama, I did not do the coach anything. I didn't do the coach anything. Nothing. The man just hated me because he said that I didn't give him money. He brought me from Lagos. I didn't give him bribe. He said he's the one that brought me from Lagos. But I knew it wasn't him. Ever before I came to Nite Vasco da Gama, God gave me a revelation. I am taking you to a higher place. I saw it very clear in the revelation. So I knew how I came. I knew it's God. The coach said I must give him bribe. I vow. As God leave it, I won't give him penny that they break into four. And the man decided that he would deal with me. I wasn't playing. I'll come to training. I will floor everybody. He will throw away his eye. To the extent his boys that he brought from Lagos came to me in the room and said, please, we have asked him, why is he treating you like this? You're a very good player. Give him money. He told us his money. I want to prove that I can play. That I should go and give him money. I said, okay, I've had. As soon as they turn, I lock my door. I said, I'm not giving penny. I said, let this man sack me. Is he not sack? Huh? I'm ready. Immediately we finished first round. We went for break as I was coming. The first letter they used to visit me was letter of sack. I said, no problem. I carried the letter. I entered the room. I locked the door. I presented it to God. I cried. I said, Lord, you know it's because of you. I know how you brought me here. I said, Lord, I can't see a man giving you a letter of sack. It's not me they give this letter to you. I burned the letter. I said, take the letter. <laughs> That was what I did. I came out the following day. I carried my bag. I said, looking for club everywhere. I said, looking for club. But ask me what happened. The Lord stepped in. That was the same year. After that year, no money was coming again to the club. Nightep said they are no more interested. The club started going down quietly. They were not paying them again. And that same year, I signed with Dodge United. At Udodge United, they gave me all my money the same day. I signed, they gave me all the money the same day. Do you know what happened? I went back to practice this scripture. If I'm coming to their clubhouse, players know food, coaches know food, the children of the coaches are looking for food to eat. When they see me, they are running. I'll call all of them, including their papa. I'll say, give all of them food. Give them drink. They don't know I'm putting a coal on their head. <laughs> that is the wisdom of God. I was quietly giving them the drink. I said, God, let them drink coal on their head. They finished drinking. Do you know what happened? It was train that the man used to carry his children to Kano. Train. He left Tenugu with train. The club was vandalized. The next year, they disbanded the club. None of the players have club again. 
they left. That was how many of them, how many of them stopped playing football? Hi, you have not seen God walking. Most of the times we fight useless fight. Instead of us doing what God asks us to do, will we decide to just allow those who think they are smart? Those ones that think they have as smart us and cause us also for the flow to shut. Can we just decide today we forgive all of them? We leave God to take care of all this. Can you pray? Can you bow down your heads and begin to pray? Can you say, Lord, I forgive? It is a terrible thing for we to allow the devil to block the flow of God's blessing. There are so many ways that might have provoked you. There are so many things somebody might have done that might have provoked you. Somebody might have taken advantage of you, robbed you, sealed what belongs to you, and say it's his own, coveted it. Even your parents might be the one that have offended you. Can you forgive them? Can you forgive them? Can you say, Lord, I forgive from my heart? Don't start saying, hey, see what he did to me. You know the way he did it. It was so painful. Hey, Jineke, I have never done this to anybody. I have never tried this against anybody. Can you just forget all these summaries and forgive? They have collected my father's land. They have collected this. In my family, I call them. There's one land they have been fighting for many years. I call them, let this thing go. Let's forgive everybody and go. Can you say to the Lord, I forgive. I forget it. If it's your brother, you have never called him for many years. Please go and call him tonight. If you need to visit, go and visit him. Go and visit him. Go and visit him. Go and visit. If it's your father, go back to him and tell him, my father, I'm sorry. Please, I'm sorry. Please, I'm sorry. I don't want us to continue with this. It will stop the blessing of God coming to us. Many a time they have told you something is pursuing you in the village. Do you think this one is not more is stronger than that which they are telling you is pursuing you? Don't be one that will yourself this month. Can you say, Lord, I forgive? I let go. No matter what it is, I forgive that wound in my heart. Lord, heal it today. And the Lord said to me, I will heal you. I will start restoring you people. I will restore. I will heal. Is somebody praying? The first help God will give us this month is to heal our bodies. To heal our heart of every pain that is there. Every choking of the wicked. Begin to forgive them. Forgive everyone from your heart. Forgive them. Say, I have forgiven. No matter the evil they might have committed, you will be careful. Yes, you will try as much as you can to make sure that you will not fall into temptation, but yet you must forgive. You must love them. You must show them love. As the Lord has come to this communion table today, this will be a healing to your heart. That storm will be over. Every blockage will flush out. The flow of the blessing of God will come again. There will be a flow of the blessing of God. Free flow. Free flow. In this month, there will be a free flow of the blessings of the Lord. A free flow of God's blessing. A free flow of the blessing of the Lord. I see God removing the blockages. You must forgive and forget. You must let go. No grudges. 
No complaining, no speaking evil of anybody anymore. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meeting, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sport Circle at Suzuki 23, C2C Plaza, Pocketty Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090 Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed. Angel.